we're starting already. Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. How's it going? Uh, I'm okay. You know, I'm just recovering from, you know, laryngitis. I lost my voice a little bit. Oh, I haven't heard laryngitis in an adult in a long time. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you work with kids, you know. You get all kinds of diseases. Yeah, they're like a Petri dish of never-ending new disease. Mm-hmm. Did you have to have your I... tonsils removed? They don't do that anymore, right? Oh, no, no, no. I just got, like, antibiotics and stuff. Okay. I like Tylenol. So, you know, it was, it was, I mean, it was good because I didn't have to scream at the kids. Oh, that means you had to give them the stern look? Yeah, I've, I've mastered that stern look. Are they scared or are they like, ha, 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 no, one, no uh, one's listening? Some of them are scared. Some of them are like, what are you doing? <laughs> kids are great. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I mean, I had a kid that had foot-to-mouth disease. I didn't think that was possible. I thought that was, like, wiped out. Oh, my God. Do you know the New York Mets had that last year? <laughs> like five yeah, of them. Yeah, a couple of them, right? Yeah. They had like foot-to-mouth disease. <laughs> I'm like, that's a thing now? I was like, wow, impressive. What are you guys doing in <laughs> the locker room for good luck? I mean, it's not working, whatever it is. Yeah. Speaking of the Mets, Let's go. they're, uh, you know, they're a circus. They're always a circus. I'm going to see them play their spring training game, one of their spring training games, in two weeks. Oh, good. Spring nice. training's in two weeks. I know. That means spring is around the corner and so is summer. How wild. No more of this winter crap. <laughs> I can't wait for it to be over. It's 17 degrees. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, you shouldn't come over. It's too cold. I mean, I had to come over because, well, we're on the phone again, everybody, for anyone who cares. For Valentine's Day, because Michael's a musician, he had a gig in Atlantic City. And we decided to not have me come down to that gig because I cost us money at the blackjack oh. table. <laughs> okay. Not as much as my brother would cost everyone, but I cost enough uh, enough money when I go down. So I is didn't it go. enough to is it enough to be a problem? Not that kind of problem. Okay. I'm not like here's the deed to the house. I don't own anything, but if I did, <laughs> here's the deed to the house. Uh, so we saved the money. Had me not go. I stayed home, watched uh, an episode of Stargate, in fact, for this very show, because oh. I was running behind. I had, it was just, the whole week was just full of just bulls, just endless garbage. And rain, and mm. just slushiness, and just craziness. So, because we saved money on Valentine, oh god, it rained for like a week straight. I wanted to cry and add <laughs> to the rain. My tears are going to add to that rain. Anyway, so this morning I went out because the Valentine's gift, he got me a little adventure, like an action camera, a tiny Polaroid mm -hmm. Act 2, and I didn't get him anything. And oh, then, okay. <laughs> and then I did. I got my oil changed in my car, so his gift was an errand he doesn't have to run. Ah, so you see you're being productive. You know, I was already out there walking in 17 degrees. To go get a very funny card and some discounted Valentine's things. And I have some gummy worms. Oh, wow. Nice. I haven't had gummy worms in years. They're the best. They're just as good as you remember them being. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just get the store brand. It's fine. Okay. I got excited when I saw them. I was like, I want gummy worms. 
I also like old dusty mints. Those mints that are like, I don't know. They're not actual dust, but they're dusty and they're usually at the diner. <laughs> oh, I know those. Yes. Yes, I, love, I know those. I love me a dusty mint. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I bought a bag of them. I usually get them at the Amish market, but I'm not, I haven't been to the Amish market in a while. There's an Amish market near you? No. <laughs> not at all. Because I was about to say, like, where do you live again? It's by my brother. <laughs> and he went to this, the Amish market last time I came down there and bought steak and stuff. Did you get, did you get apple butter? No. We don't normally get apple butter. No? No. They have um, really fresh cuts of meat and, like, homemade everything. It's... All very delicious. Yeah, their bread, their breads are fantastic. Yeah, we're real lucky that he's over there <laughs> to get that stuff. It was like an especially warm day for as cold as this was. The last time I went down there, it was extremely warm. It was seventy degrees. Wow. Yeah, and he's only he's just outside Philly, so it's not he's not exactly in the south where it might get warm first. So he okay. turned on the grill, got the steaks out from the Amish place. I didn't have the heart to be like, can you get me some dusty mints? He'd be like, get off my phone line. <laughs> Speaking of grills, uh, we got our mom a uh, um, Joy Foreman grill, oh. like one of the newer ones. And like now we're grilling everything we can find. I'll tell you what, I have a, I have a very big Foreman grill and a very tiny portable Foreman grill. And they're amazing. Yeah, we don't have the very big ones yet. We only have the small... Like, it's not small, but it's like medium-sized one of the new ones. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We only got the big one because it was on clearance like 20 years ago. Ah, okay. And when we got married, we got... I'm not kidding you. We had to return like four forming grills because we got like five forming grills. <laughs> I was like, this is four too many. Also, we got five walks. We only need one walk. I'm like, it's a lot of walks. I have, I have like three walks already. It's too many walks. I have three walks, I have a cast iron skillet, I have a KitchenAid mixer, I have a whole bunch of stuff. Oh my gosh. I don't know how people made things before KitchenAid got invented. <laughs> I re Honestly, I'm like, every time that, like a meringue, how did they invent meringue before KitchenAid? Before I had a KitchenAid? By hand. I've never gotten a stiff white peak on a on eggs, on before anything. Before KitchenAid, could, right? Never. I would start so and I'd be like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I tried doing it by hand once, and I was like, this is not working. It's not worth it. I'm just like, no. I can't even believe that there was some, like, like hut-dwelling family member that had to stand there and be just probably a child had to stand there and be in charge of stiff white peaks. <clears throat> For hours. Too long. Is it Was that punishment? Just... Like, medie <laughs> medieval punishments. You're like, you better listen to your father, otherwise you're in charge of meringue. Oh, no, not meringue. Please, not meringue. You know, you're like, yes, father. <laughs> and you run away. Man, yeah, could you imagine, though? And then their parents are like, haha, we're kidding. We're never going to have meringue. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how people did it without kitchen aids, man. I just, yeah. I, I make cookies, but I make everything with it. I'm like, I used to have a, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll use a hand mixer. I'm like, I think I threw my hand mixer away. And I did. Because <laughs> it was gross. And I was like, ah, I didn't take care of this. It's only ten dollars. I'll get another one if I need it. I haven't used a hand mixer or a new hand mixer yet. I have the just a regular standing mixer. Yeah, that's what I have, and I got that for yeah. my fortieth birthday. Oh, that's good. Right, that's nice. My folks got it for me. 
it's a good investment. It really is. I think so. It makes everything so much easier, especially around Christmas. Unless you have a bad recipe for bread, in which case it's going to look like might burn out your motor. <laughs> that happened to my old one before. I was making a cake once, and then just, like, the motor just, like, burnt out. And I'm just like, what happened here? No. Like, it was mixing, and it stopped. And I'm like, wait, what? It's on fire. Like, are you... Yeah. It needs a... I think it needs just a gear that I could fix it, but I'm not going to get it. I'm just going to toss it, probably. <gasps> just get the gear. I say this yeah, as somebody but... who just stared at her 3D printer, knowing that she had to fix it herself. <laughs> And fix it, I did. Three times. Not because it's a crap printer. That's just... That's the way it is. Like, uh, filament gets stuck. Things burn up. Things burn out. How much stuff are you printing? I haven't printed a lot lately, although I did print a clip for the edge of this recording table that you can't see. That, um... There you go. That's it there. It holds my... It holds my headphones. So that's what I printed lately, is a hook, because the cable for my headphones is very long and annoying. <laughs> so I was like, I need a hook, because I trip over the wire a lot. It's cool. Too, too big, I know, right? Isn't that a thrill a minute? That's a thrill. Make a it is. Stargate episode about this. <laughs> I got the headphones <laughs> that are too long. <laughs> did you watch Singularity? You did, of course. I did watch Singularity. I didn't remember anything about this episode until I was like two-thirds of the way through it when I guessed the girl's name, which means her name stuck with me, but not yeah. the reason for it. Anyway, okay, so let's start it up. Uh, this week we did Singularity, and they're going to a planet to look at a black hole, but it's not that black hole episode, it's just a different black hole. It's this one. <laughs> Actually, it's an accretion disc, according to, you know, O'Neill, because yeah. <laughs> O'Neill just surprises us with knowledge every other episode. He really does. Like, I was, when he said the name of it, I was like, oh, that's real weird. Why, uh, why would he know that? And then they made the comment about the telescope. The telescope. I was like, oh, wow, that's wild. Teal'c looked a little judgy there. He, like, cast a little side eye and, like, sure, it's not for the neighbors. Sure, it's not. Sure, buddy. Like, I've been on this planet a, uh, a while. I know what you do. So they go to uh, they go to the planet, and nobody's there. And SG Seven stands them up until they find a dead one on the side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> People just seem to just drop dead when it's time to drop dead. Everybody's just dropped dead at random spots. Yeah, they'll be like you know planting or like. Pulling up water for the well, from the well, and they're just dead. Uh, they all put on gas masks except for Teal. Now I know he has special healing abilities from his symbiote, but it can't feel great, right? Like it doesn't feel good to be breathing in whatever poison is around that they think is around. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure he gets like a tingle or like an upset stomach or something. And, you know, but it can, goes away. He can get a gas mask. Let him fit in. Crying <laughs> out loud. That's Jack's favorite term. <laughs> Uh, everyone seems to have plague, and somebody is, they're not quite toe tags, but they're toe tags. Somebody's like, I love yeah. toe tags. <laughs> <laughs> Unless that was her mother, maybe, but uh, she's like clutching a toe tag. And they go in, and they find like SG7, like all dead. Yeah, that's that's the plague. 
And they make Tilko coax the girl out of the out of the woods. Yeah, like, and they tell him like, try to smile. Snuggly Tilk is who they've got. Right. Great. Te- teddy bear Tilk. You know, he's like, do not worry, I am friendly. <laughs> I thought he was gonna make it like a jokey smile, like the Tilk smile when he has to smile and he's not good at it. And you see, just like nothing but teeth. It is just teeth, <laughs> but he did okay. <laughs> You had to reach back into that memory of how to, to coax a small child out of the woods, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Do not worry, my son often hid in the bushes. I shall get the child. So they find out that she has Nakwita in her blood. I'm sure they mentioned the term Nakwita before, but I don't remember them ever mentioning that that's the material the Stargate is made of. I know they mention it. They say it's made of a special metal. and it, They always say... I don't think they meant. I don't think they say Nakoda. I think they say uh, it's the same material as the Stargate. Yeah. Well, no, because then the Sam whips around, and goes Nakoda. Oh, what? What? And Janet's like, indeed, the very same. They don't say any of it. They say it with their face. Nakoda, indeed. <laughs> if they don't go observe the black hole, then SG Seven dies for nothing. That's really dramatic. Yeah, right. <laughs> It'll change the course of human history. This is unlikely. Nobody, it's a black hole. Nobody gives a toss on this planet about whether or not you could see what's happening at the black hole. Right. But I think O'Neill and Tilt go anyway. They do. They go bore their asses off on that planet. <laughs> Waiting for some black hole, sweet black hole action. And Tilt's at the computer. He's like, I don't understand this. What are we doing here? And Jack's ex- explanation is no explanation, and he's still like, <laughs> thanks a lot. <laughs> Get it. I, I understand it now. I think like, Tilk's oh, just being thanks, nice. O'Neal. <laughs> like, even at the beginning of Jack's explanation, it looked like on Tilk's face he was just going to admit that he doesn't, in fact, know what he's saying. So Tilk's going to just say, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> like, in that way that... He's like, oh, I'm not going to ask, I'm not going to hurt him more. By he asking does the, sure, I get it now. And then like off screen, he like rolls his eyes. He's like, thanks for all that wonderful information. I'll go ask Daniel or Sam. <laughs> back at the, back at base, uh, the little girl loves Sam, Cassandra, because she speaks, tells her her name, and then has a heart attack. Yeah, that was kind of scary. I knew she didn't die. Like peripherally, I knew that that wasn't going to be the case. So for a second there, because I already knew, I, I have memories of other things, I thought maybe this was the first appearance of a replicator when I look at the x-ray. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Like, she would have been a go-old experiment with a replicator, and that's why she didn't die, because she has the replicator keeping her healthy. That's not the case. I'm wrong, it turns out. No, it was just it was like a deadly pacemaker. <laughs> right. So, yeah, she winds up being a bomb. And they explode, like, uh, a little piece of it in a basement somewhere. And, uh, mm-hmm. boy, Sam is really affronted. <clears throat> and Daniel's like, what? Are, are we safe? Oh, if they were going to try and make a romantic play between Daniel and Sam, this would be the episode they're trying it on. Oh, yeah. Before they yeah. settle to the you know, Sam and Jack. <laughs> you know, you don't have to be alone, Sam. Oh, my God. I was like, lay it on a little <laughs> thicker, Daniel. Like, dude, I know your wife is like, gold, but come on, it's Sam. I know. I was like, what are they doing? I mean, that's <laughs> fine. I'm sure there are shippers out there that shipped Sam and Daniel. 
because in- intellectually they are a good match. But uh, mm-hmm. I was not one of them. I'd never shipped. I mm, that's so f- so much further down the line. So like four years from now, remind me that I said that about Daniel and Sam when it comes up <laughs> to Daniel and Vala. And I and I think they go they go back to the planet and you see like Teal looking and O'Neill looking at the uh, at the black hole and he sees like an image. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's I, like, hey, what? He's like, hey, what's that? And Teal's like, it's probably a star. He's like, nah, it's too close to be a star. That's no moon. <laughs> right? Good one, you guys. Yeah, it wound up being Nearty is the name of the the system lord that they were talking about. Yes. And was, go on. Was that? Yeah, she's actually like the Mangala of the Golds. Okay. Well, Nearty is a Hindu goddess of deathly realms and sorrows. So that's your your fun fact. So I don't know if I if everybody already knows who Apophis is in mythology, like if it was ever explained. I'm sure Daniel explained it at some point. But Apophis is the Greek name for Apep, which is the god that is killed every night by Set on the boat that sails the underworld with Ra. So Ra gets in his boat for nighttime, sails across. Set uh, stands at like the helm of it and spears Apep, who is Apophis every night which is why later when you get to meet seth is the greek version of set why there isn't more like bad blood there yeah that's my personal opinion on that but- yeah N- nerti i think what she does is she experiments on like the humans and oh. she does like Go crazy on. experiments uh i buy that well she created the bomb girl right yeah bombs and the plague like- and the plague Oh, I thought I thought we were still responsible for the plague. Oh wait, no, I guess not, because that's how no, we no, find the girl. No, no, they explained that the gold, uh, like engineered the plague, made it look like we did it, so we take survivors back. Mm. Okay, so then they see some death gliders coming their way. Are they going to be able to dial the gate in time? It's a real back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Hammond's still mean. He's so mean. He's real mean in the next episode, too. Like, he is. I really don't remember him being as mean as he is. He's really devastating. I always thought he was right? so much nicer. And maybe it's the guy who Old comes Grandpa after Hammond. him. After uh, the actor dies and he's replaced by, I forgot who the actor's name. Uh, Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges. Maybe Bo Bridges is just nicer or more inclined to go fishing with you or something i don't know but like hammond he's, more, is... he's, he's like more laid back but hammond's more hammond's mean he's so by the book and he's like he's never like caution of the wind you guys let's take control he's like the man said no so i say no right and i'm gonna yell at you <laughs> he's really he's like oh my word he's so mean all the time and he's like what do we do with this girl he's like fucking say- oh he's like ah Send her back. Yeah, and, and then you find out that, like, if you send her back, that's when the bomb, bomb activates, and that, she, like, passes out. That's true. That's something they couldn't have predicted. So they decided um, that they're going to take her down to, a like, a bomb. Shove her in a friggin' bumper. A, a bunker. What the hell? A silo to let her explode peacefully, you know? I mean, explode peacefully. You can level with kids. She knows something's not right. That she's the only <laughs> one. Like she gets it. Like you don't. 
Sam doesn't have to like be like, I'll be right back. You should just level with kids. Never lie to them. I'm they just know. Go over here. Kids know when you're lying to them. So, oh, and so Sam goes to leave with tears in her eyes and blah, blah, blah. And then she turns around and goes back. See, she's going to disobey direct orders. Jack's a little colder than I remember. I mean, he's real cold in the movie. So maybe there is still some of that carryover because he was like, I don't know. I guess kids, kids be exploding. So yeah, well, you know. stuff you got to do. If you're not one of these five people, then I guess you're wearing a red shirt. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that's fine. You know, whatever. He's not mean like, like Hammond's mean. But Sam goes back no, down there. No, he's not. He's not Hammond mean, but he's a bit. You know. So I appreciate that. That Sam's like, I'm gonna go hold Cassandra until she explodes. There, you're not helping anybody by doing that. Not even that little girl. Like. Once it's explosion time, it's explosion time. So she'll be sad for like 30 seconds before she explodes. She's going to explode. And you being on yeah, top of her. Yeah, nobody wins at that point. Yeah. You're not, you're not helping her. You're not helping your team. You're not helping anyone. So why do it? So, well, you know, Sam's like, oh, I knew it wasn't going to go off. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't know. That's why when Tilk was like mother's instinct, she's like, nice try. I'm like, because you didn't know. She's like, I just knew. She didn't know. She was uh, gonna kill herself for nothing. No good. I I determined that that's no good. I know it's real sad to let a let the girl explode and stuff. I wrote down that I might not be able to get over it. I don't know if I'd be able to get over it. I wouldn't throw myself on top of an exploding child to save no one. I mean, I'll never forget. I'd, I'd be traumatized for a while. But uh, I'm gonna need some therapy. Yeah. Speaking of which, how come she never? They never mentioned that she might need therapy. The little girl. Yeah, really. She probably like does. At the end. She's got to have like some SG therapy though, because she's she can't just go into any therapist, like the school psychologist, and be like, "I've been having nightmares about the Stargate." Um, they'll be like, "What's <laughs> I've been a Stargate?" Having nightmares about my entire, my entire uh, village just dying. The, and the the psychologist is like, "What's a Stargate?" And she goes, "I'm sorry, Chapa Eye." I'm having nightmares. That like that would help. So Did you yeah. guys say chop eye where you're from? <laughs> you know. Like. So Jack tells it when Jack tells everybody to leave. This I don't know why I think this is so funny now, but they all give each other the like ride or die eyes. Right. <laughs> never gonna. We won't leave you, Jack. Never gonna give you up, Jack. Oh never my gonna God. let you down. I was like. <laughs> we won't leave you. Oh god, that was so funny. I was it was I don't know. Maybe it's just like how it was the the shot was pieced together that made it funny to me, but it made me giggle. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> good grief." Yeah. Uh so she doesn't explode and Sam and everybody are going to they get to keep her. Like she's the dog. Like she's a pet, right? <laughs> she's the dog Jack's about to give her. It's cute. He got her a real cute dog. Did. I think it was a corgi. Aww. From what I remember. I don't remember. I don't know if it was a hybrid dog or what. I they didn't have the budget for a purebred. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and, and how come like she's sitting in the park? She's not asking questions. Like what the hell is that? She, what are those things? What is that? She, what is that? <laughs> she did for the swings. She was like, "What's that over there? They're swings." Yeah. What's a dog? What does it eat? Like. <laughs> so the the Daniel and Sam ship. 
is very obvious when they're walking with her through the park and each one of them has her hand and she's swinging yeah. between I'm like stop it. <laughs> I'm like this this ends now. What is this? <laughs> this cannot happen. <clears throat> this is a demented family. Knock it off. <laughs> so but in the end Janet gets to keep her and I think Janet does keep her. Yeah. For like the rest of the series. Because you know Cassandra's from Toronto. You know, not like them, Vancouver. Uh, it's like, I, do I forget? Do I forget my family that died? Uh, yeah, you just kind of. I guess Janet will help her, and I feel like she comes back up in a later episode. Like, no, she does. She does. Like Janet still has her. She winds up formally adopting her. Well, as formal as adopting an alien gets. Well, Jen and Sam—they're like a lesbian couple almost. Oh, that's who I ship. I ship Sam oh, and Janet. Janet. Janet and Sam. That's right. They belong together. <laughs> Although I don't know, Janet really laid it on thick in the last episode with, with one of the guards. Well, she maybe really she's sexually fluid, you know. She definitely is. She's like she's the Jack Harkness of their operation. Wow! I did, wow! I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's her. She's out there. She's like, hey. She's walking around. Sounds like, hey, good to me. Let's go. <laughs> Dog. So, and then it like families. Back, like fade to black with mm -hmm. him and Daniel being a cute family I guess they're like yeah we're gonna give you to another family or Janet might keep her like oh you know I, like how you foster yeah. a puppy and you keep that puppy it's like if I'm the kid I'm like I'm right here they're like I can hear you we have foster care on our planet too <laughs> I mean we did and then everyone died right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so overall, what do you think of this episode? How many stars? I mean, that's good. It's like nice filler. It is super fillery. It has, it is a good filler, and you find out there is another ghoul out there that, and they're capable of doing messed up stuff. Right, like we get that they could get rid of Apophis and bring in somebody else, which eventually they do, and that's good. I I think. Uh, the gold storyline, of course, is the favorite, as it is for probably everybody. But uh, I, I just, I, it's like I'm, I'm ticking off episodes until we get to Ball, who is every. I love him so. You just much. got this thing for like Ball and for like, for the, I have that th I have it for the God himself, and I have it for Cliff Simon, who is playing that God. So both are very high estimation for me. <laughs> I gave it three stars out of five. Okay. It's a. Uh, Compared to what I thought it was last week with what they put in the preview, it's not quite the same. Oh, uh, because I think they focused on the black hole in the preview. Yeah, it made me it made me think that like she was gonna be more like defending the girl in a way that like the others weren't gonna do. Yeah. So like they were like, We can't let her die alone on this planet or like something like that, where she had to swing in and be like the mother mother. And not, uh, not this. I certainly didn't think it was what happened in the episode. Until I heard her name, and then I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a chance to see, uh, Sam be a mom for a while. I wonder how many seasons in it is before Daniel gets rid of that 90s hair. It's so 90s. Probably, like, probably after season five, probably. Maybe. Oh, man. And he's, I don't know. So he, he still gets to dramatically take off those glasses, though. And that is... <laughs> a lot. He wasn't wearing them for a lot of this episode, so I wonder if he's like experimenting with contacts at this point. <laughs> he's like, hmm. I can wear normal sunglasses if I wear contacts. I don't consider it uh, mandatory, but I gave it a B grade anyway. So like, if you've got 
you know. Yeah, it's good filler. It's it, good a good filler episode. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't progress the storyline at all. But uh, that's neat. It's neat if you're a big fan of Sam and Daniel somehow. Then this is a good one for you because <laughs> there's a lot of oh my god when she's all teary I forget that you're not military. Oh, I forgot about that. I yeah. was like, oh my god, if I, I could know better, see, you know. I can see the disgust on your face. Yeah. All oh, right, because you can still see me. Yeah. I can't really see you because uh, I have the the recording program also open and that blocks most of the camera. Um, uh, not my camera, like like the screen that you're shown this, on. This, okay. I can see like the corner of your five o'clock shadow or twelve o'clock shadow. You know. <laughs> it's about twelve o'clock right now. <laughs> like I, I just woke up. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I get up at six thirty. Oh. I get up early, man. Forever since I was a kid, I've been like blink blink. I guess I'm up now. I can only do it for, like, work, but if I know if I'm, like, it's a weekend or if I'm on vacation or something, I'm sleeping in. Oh, after all this is done, I'll be taking a nap, that's for sure. Okay. Uh, yeah, I did too much work already today. <laughs> uh, I looked at the preview for next week's episode, and it's Tilk on Trial. Tilk on Trial. <laughs> is that what the episode's called? No, it's called Cora Al or something. Like <laughs> but it should be called Tilk on Trial. I don't remember anything about it, but you get a good look at his abs. They didn't spare oh, you from I think that. I remember this one. I think I remember that one. They didn't call it a thirst trap back then, but boy, is that what it is when you stick it in the in the trailer? They're like, don't forget, he'll be without apparel for this episode. Tune in next week. <laughs> Tune in next week. It looked good, relatively. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes next week, but. A lot of these fillers I don't really remember. If I had to say, like, what I remember out of season one, it was Hathor, Kowalski's head getting cut off by the Stargate. Yeah, I remember that one. And, like, that's that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't rem- the next, like, memory I have is at some point Sharae will be pregnant. And then after that, replicators will look like Sam. And probably before that, Daniel will kind of die, but not really, but yes, really. And then be back. Because... And you kind of start hearing about the ancients a little bit. Yeah, I just don't remember, like, any of that. Like, I, I, yeah. I know that, that the Norse gods come as they're the greys. I know I remember that, but I don't remember, like, when they start, like, hanging around more. I remember a couple of those episodes, because I remember when, uh, like, they have to figure out stuff. And Sam, like, has to figure out what is to, like, seven digits. And oh, Daniel's, right. like, all amazed. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, I'm not... I don't... I can't wait to f- re-remember any of that stuff. <laughs> so I know, yeah, and I know in season one, it's like world building and be you know, like, everybody has a past and needs to look at things and, and what what triggers them and what doesn't trigger them and what's going to work. It'd be like, is it Sam and Jack? Because it seems like it should be. What about Daniel? No? No, because no, he's no. married? Is it because he's married or because gross? <laughs> or both. It's both. It could be the first one. He can't married? Be, he can't be macking it to Sam if he's worried about his wife. Unless he's already given up hope. Or he's like, well, I already tossed it by going with Hathor there for a bit. So I'll just feel this Yeah, he, he pretty much rewrote the, the gold code with Hathor right there. I don't know if any of those... The, none of those babies got out, though. They all just died right there. Oh, wait, she I still think, got I think they just, some... They kept them. She still got some seed in her when she walks away. 
Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know? But if they have any bit of Daniel in them, are they going to be too smart and just all be... I remember the Tokra because that's my email. That's a piece of... Well, not my email. It's a piece of, like, my Twitter handle. S- oh, uh, jo- SG. Jolinar. Yeah, Jolana. So, yeah. But I couldn't remember that they were called the Tokra until you told me, like, a couple of weeks ago. You got anything else to offer for this uh, glorious episode? Uh, not really. Glorious. Just that that kid needs therapy. Definitely. I mean... I know they're going to check back in on her, but they should check back in on her more over the years. Yeah. I think it would it's be like, neat. Okay, the Stargate's a secret, and I'm from Toronto? That's very funny. <laughs> I mean, when she gets into her more teenage, defiant years, like, is she going to spill it, you know? <laughs> like, is she going to be like, all right, I'll tell my you, my, my best friend, I'm an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not from here. And they'd be like, oh, no, get her it's checked like, in. But other people at the base, you know what? Other people at that base have kids for sure, and not dead ones, like real ones that she could gr- like grow up with and play with. They should have their own school because that would make more sense. If you are in such a highly classified line of work and you got kids, what are you supposed to say? Be like, hey, how'd you get that cut on your forehead? Be like, oh, uh, I fell down the stairs. <laughs> I walked into a door. Like, how do you explain to your kids that you were in the battle over Antarctica? I remember that, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I remember that. I forgot they did that. Very good. That's like um, like a soft introduction to Atlantis, I think. Yes. Because Atlantis. Because we get John and, and a couple other people. Uh, I can't wait to get to Atlantis. That's really where... That's my sweet spot. My Stargate sweet spot. I remember a lot about that stuff. Oh, yeah? No, not really. I remember up to, like, 38 <laughs> minutes, and then after that, it's all the same episode. And I remember when uh, Ronan gets his tattoo because the actor, Jason Momoa, got it in real life and they had to write it into the script. And I know that because he told everybody at a convention that. Oh, that's cool. They didn't have the budget to cover his tattoo for every episode. No, I liked uh, my favorite character was uh, Taylor and Rodney McKay. I did. My husband loves Taylor. (laughs) I mean, what's not to love? She's incredible singer and actress and she's beautiful. So I get it. Who is my favorite? I want to say it was John, but it probably was. Oh no, it was Zelenka. Right, a thing for him. Zelenka. Afraid so. How funny. You didn't him. like. You didn't like Keller. I like. Well, I liked everybody. Uh, no, I like. I like Kaylee, but over there. <laughs> over there. Kaylee, but over there. And then yeah. there's. We'll get into it when we get into Atlantis. Also, I liked. Um, there was somebody else that I liked. I don't remember. See, it's so hard for me to remember. Now, yeah, I'm, like, looking in my own brain, and I'm like, you'll get to it when you get to it. I mean, Beckett? Oh, I mean, I like that actor in real life. I like him a lot. Yeah, I, I didn't know he was he was Canadian. I thought he was legit Scottish. Mm, I know, right? Like, I'm like, he's Canadian? What the hell? Usually it's the other way around, where they put on a great American accent, and you're like, how are yeah. they doing it? Maybe we're real easy to peg for uh, for accents since all the British people seem to be able to do it and win a ton of awards whilst doing it. I mean, like Hugh Laurie? Yeah, he's good at it. Everybody everybody on The Walking Dead is British. Liam Neeson isn't, though. No, he's Australian he's, or Irish? He's Irish. He's, I mean, you, he's, he's getting one. better, but he can't really do it. Nah, not yet. Give him some time. He'll work on it. Because you can, you can still hear when he pronounces his R's, it's like really hard R. Aww. And it's like, oh, okay. That's okay. <laughs> Nobody's coming to those movies looking for that kind of uh, performance. They're looking for him to beat, beat some ass, probably, right? Yeah. 
Okay, next time we're going to do Cora Eye. That's how you pronounce it. I just looked at it. And, oh, Cora Eye. Cora Eye. I'll remember that for next week. <laughs> next week. Uh, <laughs> you got anything to plug? Um, no. Cool, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you want to find us, we are on Facebook at ZPM Stargate. We're Gmail and Instagram and Twitter at Z- ZPM, ZPM Stargate. That's it. At gmail.com, facebook.com slash uh, Twitter is at ZPM. You know. You know how to get a hold of us. Go on iTunes. We're on iTunes. So leave us a review. Five stars is the favorite review. Please do that. And until next week, I guess, bye. See you later. Bye.